Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605 and counting. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are. And episode the 47. I think this might be the first time Uh-oh. that we have watched a show the day it was released and done the podcast in a while. Since in a while. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. When we, we used to do the Friday deals when they were doing the Friday releases. Yeah. There might have been a couple of uh, Clone Wars Season 8 shows that we did <laughs> the same day. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> this is the first time in a while though that we've done yeah, it. That's and that's been like yeah. Where our, yeah, where our schedules have have matched up, it's worked out. And here we are. We're here on the day of Hawkeye number four. Yes. Yes. Partners, am I right? This is the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, episode forty seven. 16, yes. 1400, 16, the 605 and counting. I don't even know yes. the title of our show. <laughs> yeah. No, there you go. Yeah. We are getting old. Yeah. Almost to the half century mark. Yeah. Yeah. And uh this is a pretty good episode. Yes. This this so, one uh, I, I think you texted think... me the meme, the gif, like uh more. Yeah. More, more. Kylo yeah. Ren. More. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and you that gave me feeling. back the ultimate warrior <laughs> shaking the ropes <laughs> you know yeah. but yeah it, it it was uh it was very good we got some uh we got a lot of i think we got we got some theories going around in this episode i, I did a little research i did a little digging i did a little thinking Ooh. right got some action you know in this episode this was this yeah. is a good one yeah i <clears throat> I enjoyed the majority of the episode. And you know what's not, what's nice about this show so far is even at the points where there's like what would be considered a drag in other, other, other shows where it's like there's a lot of exposition talking and all that. Mm-hmm. It's been, it, it hasn't been a drag. I haven't felt that. It has not. Yeah. It has, it has a great pace to it. Yeah. Um, there is, there's a good balance between I think there's a good balance between dialogue and slower parts and action and suspense slash you know thriller slash mystery type stuff yeah you know um and 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 like we said in the previous show um it's very good to have that change from not having a cosmic avengers multiversal universe slash threat right that's going on some some real works real yeah, real world stuff i can't talk to that maybe, yeah maybe maybe we need to go back to like thursday friday or saturday because <laughs> wednesdays, wednesdays so far you're off your game for me. yeah it's not working for me <clears throat> you know no you're, you're hey you're doing just fine We're, yeah it, it happens yeah, so I don't think anybody will complain, and if they will, you know what? They bleep them, right? Yeah, <laughs> bleep them. Yeah, no, actually, no. We need all the listeners we can get. So yeah, keep listening, know. please. Keep us <laughs> bleep them, but please keep listening. 
<laughs> I, I, I think for this episode, my biggest question. Uh-oh. Who did Eleanor call? That is my biggest mm. question in this episode. Okay. okay. There's another big question. My big question was... Who is Laura was, referring to? My biggest question was, who owns the Rolex? Or whose Rolex was that? Right. And, that's, and that would be... So I yeah. think when Laura, Hawkeye's wife, was speaking mm-hmm. about someone undercover in the tracksuits and how the Rolex was tied to them, I think that's who she was... Um, who she contacted... So I think they've got uh, uh, an undercover agent in the tracksuits, and Clint's worried about their cover being blown if the Rolex gets, um, I don't know, taken apart or they or they figure out where where the uh, what did how did they put it? Well, the, um, there was some information in it. Well, here's here's the theory that's going around, and I kind of thought about it before I kind of did some research on it and I agree with it. So here's a theory that's going around about the Rolex. So there, I I saw an article, right? And they were like, who who Rolex? And there was like a couple people thrown out there. Like some people throw out like Steve Rogers. I'm like, well, that wouldn't be the case because Hawkeye Clint says in it. And he says that, you know, it's somebody he used to work with. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody who's been out of the game for a little while, so that that was that was a clue number one. And uh, so, like secret identity, like everybody knows who Steve Rogers was. So, like, I mm-hmm. understand like how that how that would be the case. So, I kind of ruled him out. Uh, there was another theory out there that it was Fury. People um, would recognize him, though. I think. Yeah, um, he's he kind of has a secret identity, kind of like if you're not in the, <clears throat> in that shield secret agent superhero world. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that, and he's kind of been out of the game for a while. So I guess that one is kind of plausible. Um, and with Secret Wars coming out soon ish, uh, you know, maybe that will directly tie to it. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's a plausible theory. But here's the one I was thinking about. So, all right. So when he calls or when he texts Laura, his wife, um, <laughs> he says, hey, can you get me this information about Sloan, which was yeah. the company that uh, that Kazi worked for when yeah. they went to Kate's apartment. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, cool, or whatever. We don't really see a response, but... Um, during the call in this episode, um, they talked about how, okay, how Sloan is the shell company and Jack Armand or Jack Duquesne's the CEO. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Sword boy. Yeah. So sword (laughs) boy is just in some money laundering here. He's in for the big guy. So that was a big big drop. Yeah. Yeah. The big guy. (laughs) And we'll we'll talk about that too. Yeah. So yeah, so so when I when I saw that, I'm like, man, it was kind of like I kind of got the vibes um, back when uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's Sharon Carter, like mm-hmm. how she got the information so quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought with Laura. Like, man, she got this info very quickly, like and very easily. Yeah, and just not a not a thought about it either. 
And then when they talk about the Rolex, she switches to German. Right? She did, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So maybe what if the Rolex was actually hers? That she's the agent that uh that we're talking about here. Because think about it, and I saw this in the article too. We only see We've only seen her in Clint's like hideaway house, barn, farm, slash, whatever. She's never been in public. We don't really know anything about her either. We don't really know anything about her. Or how he met her. And and at the beginning of the series, when Clint was with his family, she was noticeably absent. And in New York City, it's very public. And in New York City, that's really where the track suits and the big guy is. Yeah. So if she's seen there, you know, her cover might be blown or she might be recognized. So I'm like, hmm. Interesting. Hmm. So could this Rolex owner actually be Clint's wife? Because because <clears throat> really the, the thing was just like in uh in Falcon and Winter Soldier with Sharon and the her being the power broker is that she got the info for Sam and Bucky very, very easily and quickly. Yeah. And she's, Laura seems to, I mean, if you got like a wife who, you know, who really has nothing to do with the superhero stuff, you say, hey, honey, can you look up Sloan, you know, for me? Like, oh, yeah, I can Google it for you, and that's about right. it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so you know, it's, it's, it's funny because I, I got that feeling, like, the, the way he's been talking to her past couple episodes, it's like, she knows a lot. She knows a lot. You know, is, it, is this, like, pillow talk, or is this, like, yeah. she's involved? And which, which, like, you know, there's, and like I said, there's a line where, okay, like, yeah, we're married, she's married to a, to Hawkeye, an Avenger. So yeah. of course she's gonna know some things, you know. Uh, you know she can't be completely out of the dark, right? right? But is, she knows a lot. Yeah. And when she got that info, and then she when she switched to German, like I don't want the kids to hear this. Yeah. But like that, like hmm. Hmm. So who are you? Two interesting things. Um. Kind. I'm gonna kind of counterpoint. Not that I don't like what you said. I, I like what you're where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. That I think is a very interesting perspective. She did say she said she talked to uh, his person. He's learning Russian and jogging a lot. Now Yes, I do remember that, yes. The instant she said that, my mind immediately like like I, I like paused and made a note didn't listen to anything after that but i paused and made a note and i was like learned russian and is jogging a lot and i was like is this an on your left joke and is it sam wilson Hmm. but he hasn't been out of the game for a while he's been active Mm -hmm. so but that that was my initial thought was that's a joke about jogging a lot that's a that's a sam wilson you know on your left with cap that's what i thought but then, I, since I, wa- I watched it back again, I was like, okay, she's talking about the Rolex. She's talking about how it links to this person who is um, undercover. He said to Kate, bye-bye somebody, 
because she was like and if they get their hands on that watch he said bye bye so and so i don't i don't actually have a good theory for who it is Mm -hmm. i just felt that the rolex tied to somebody who's undercover with the track suits and that they're we'll probably find out who that is soon i think oh so, yeah yeah but that that was my thought that it was that it was tied to somebody who's undercover with the track suits okay so, we'll see yeah we'll see um, I, I think we're i think we're gonna get i think laura is gonna get uh she's gonna get some involvement I think that'd be interesting, you know, and they did have her name and her kid and their kids names. Mm -hmm. So, but that was also interesting then too, because if they had her name, wouldn't they have already tied it to the watch and maybe not. And if she was, if if our identities, if our identity's secret. Yeah. Right. And it's been, under under wraps so maybe not and that maybe, was the maybe only not one who knew her like like in um in ultron that mm-hmm. was the only one who knew her and if she had worked with shield or she had worked with something um i'm trying to think who else would have had a chance to recognize her of that group because they all worked with shield but they didn't know a lot about shield i guess I don't know. Well, it's interesting because if we go back to Ultron, Fury was already there at their Fury was already there at her at his place. Oh, that's true too. That's a good point. So it's like, hey, like, hey Laura, how's it going? Hey, old times. Hey, hey, I need to wait in your barn for a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Right. You know. Right. That's a good point. Ah, yeah. Fury was already there waiting on him. Yeah. And, you know, some random, you know, guy showing up at your house. I'm pretty sure that, you know, Clint would have probably had, hey, don't trust anybody that you don't know, you know, type of deal. Right. So maybe they kind of, well, I mean, Fury, you know, will probably have his way anyway, but. Sure. I mean, it would probably make sense that they already knew each other now that i think about it this is just me like you know just thinking like now that you say that about that movie now what if though she knew who he was because hawkeye did say i had to do i had i had to do a lot to keep this off the books so maybe he had to get fury involved to hide his family that is possible yeah and maybe that's why she knows him too yep so interesting what if what if this is a thought too? I'm gonna throw a real <laughs> I'm gonna throw a real big curveball oh. at you here. Oh there. Okay. Knee knee buckler strike three. Oh no. Bottom of the okay. ninth. You got like over. a knuckler here coming at me. Oh, here it man. comes. All right. What if it's Col- what if it's Colson? <laughs> I was not ready for that. No. Wow. What if we're gonna get a Phil a Colson reference or uh, showing here? Been out of the game for a while. He's undercover. I don't know. Wow, I was not ready for that. No. 
I mean, and then that would fit. I mean, typically, I mean, that looked like a man's Rolex watch. So, sure. So, yeah. I mean, not to like, you know, not to like, you know, stereotype, but that did look like a man's watch. Sure. So, no, it, I mean, I know what you're saying because yeah. men's watches and women's watches are, are made different, different sizes. Looks. Yeah, different right. size. Yep. I mean, the freaking Apple watch. They even have different <laughs> sizes. Yeah. So <laughs> and they're basically the same thing. So interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'm I'm really curious to see where this goes because I I did not think the Laura angle, even though I was suspicious with how much she knew. Yes. I did not consider that. I think that even if it turns out that she's not the owner of the watch, um, she definitely like she's not just like oh hawkeye i'm hawkeye's wife oh no she's right. like i'm i'm I, like i know my shit and yeah. me and hawkeye just happened to fall in love and have a family <clears throat> i know. could i could see since they have that information potentially a scene where somebody tries to sneak into their house and like take the kids and her and she like owns them or something yeah that would be that would be kind of like that'd be kind of neat like to show her holding her own and like kicking some ass yeah yeah what's her yeah i really i want to know what her story is that's that's a big that's a big question yeah we're not done with her she's got she's got some future and they keep showing guest starring so it's like oh yeah guest starring nope she's (laughs) for real starring (laughs) she's not just a guest star she's a very big part of this Yes. Interesting. So. So the other the, the other question, the one I was, I want to know who Eleanor was calling there because she left a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, she was like, call me back when you get this. So. I think uh, maybe she's uh, talking to the big guy. Well, maybe, I, uh, I wonder... I wonder about that because I feel like if Sheen has contact with the big guy, she would know Jack's involvement with Sloan. But mm-hmm. I feel like she should know that involvement already since she's the head of that security company and that info was in there. So she may she may not be uh she may know things and not be letting Kate know. Oh yeah, she she's them. she's not on the up and up either. Yeah. You know. So if she was calling the big guy, the big guy, the yeah. big guy, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to figure out who she's. It's calling. interesting. So this series, like, it, it brings up a lot of questions. It's kind of like a, uh, a who done it, like yeah. who's involved, like who's pulling the strings. Like it's it's kind of a this is a neat little web that this show has drawn out, right? You know, whereas whereas uh you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, I mean we kind of knew where all 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 everything was going. Like it was pretty much straightforward, right? You yeah. Know, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, here it's, it's, it's grounded, but there's a nice little web that they created here. Yeah. So very, it's very, um, intriguing. 
and um, I'm, I just cannot wrap my head around who she could be calling where it doesn't like there, there's like these little stacks of bricks that are just like carefully precariously placed all around. Like you said, that web, it's just like this, they're building something and it's yes. like, who did she call where it doesn't like topple all of it down because it's like out of place. Like, how does it fit? It's interesting. Yeah. Now I heard. Maybe I'm overthinking of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. Now I heard heard that a grapevine, you know, through the internet web. I'm using the web, the term, the word web, a lot because next week what we got coming. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I heard that the penultimate episode of the series, which is episode five, which is next week. Mm-hmm. I heard that one is going to be the banger. That one is going to yeah. be like the break the internet one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which, especially with how this episode ended with the revelation. Ooh. Getting to see Elena again. Yes. Whew. And she's kicking ass. Yeah. You know, picking yeah. up where she left off. Yeah. So I'll point out. I wrote down Maya versus Kate and Clint versus Yelena, but then I also wrote that Maya was not with Yelena and vice versa. Yes. And we talked clearly about, we touched on that a little bit last week. You know, could that be something that happens, like a Yelena Maya kind of face off type deal? Yeah. Not in the way that we talked about it, but you know, it did kind of happen a little bit. But yes, they're they're not uh in cahoots. They're not working together. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm really, really, I was really excited to see that. Cause like as soon, as soon as, you know, he was fighting somebody, like you hear him like through the, the mic, the earpiece, you're like, Oh, something's going on on the roof. Yeah. You know? And I was like, well, Maya's right there. And then they showed him and I was like, Oh God, that's her. That's totally her. Yeah. And we had thought that from the, uh, the teaser from last week or the um leading up to this episode with the person in the uh um the night vision goggle mask mhm you know there was that like oh yeah that's got to be her yes and it was definitely her yeah so very yeah. very interesting yes so there's this big web that we have to resolve here we still got to right. resolve the Ronan situation because that's how he got into this whole deal <clears throat> in the first place. Like he's trying yeah. to rectify this Ronan suit. So we got to figure that out. And Maya, this whole Maya Yelena deal. See, we have to figure out with Ronan's situation, we kind of have to rectify Maya versus Ronan, which is the conversation that Clint had with Kazi in this episode, which I thought was hilarious, by the way. Mm -hmm. you know, this this show is still very low key funny. Very, I love when he's funny. like, "Can I get my gun back?" And he's like, "Yeah, what do you think?" And, he's, and, he, and then he he threw it, and he's looking in the mirror, and he's like, "Ah, oh, come on." Yeah, <laughs> you know that that so, I think made me laugh the most the whole yeah, episode. This show is really this show yeah. is really funny. This this show is funny. Um, so yeah, we got to get that rectified. We have to get Yelena's situation resolved and this whole deal with the track suits and the big guy and uncle you know and the boss yeah. so we have to this whole web of stuff you know we have to get this all figured out in two episodes which it's going to be great to see how it how it happens 
I oh. I think I found the puzzle piece that I was looking for. <sighs> you are not ready for this. Okay. Okay. Who? Right. You can get yourself. You're sitting down, right? I am sitting down. Okay. So that's uh, who did Eleanor call? I think this is the big puzzle piece that's going to tie everything together. Oh. Right. Who could she call that's not going to trigger or tip off Jack? Since Jack runs the track suits and obviously reports up to the big guy, Uncle, who we're calling Kingpin, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it has to be someone that they're not in league with, potentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Because maybe she doesn't know that Jack, what Jack is truly onto, but she also has dangerous contact some other way. Okay. She called Val. She called Val and asked her to hire somebody to go because Clint obviously will not leave her daughter alone and she's afraid to lose her daughter. So she calls Val, goes, get somebody on him, kill him, get him out of here. And Val you know? taps Yelena and then Yelena shows up that night. Okay. I know this is going to sound like, oh, you're a, you're a bleeping liar, right? Hmm. So when we first talked about it in the episode, I'm like, hmm, like who was Eleanor calling? I'm thinking like, hmm, Yelena shows up in this episode after she makes that haul. So right. could it have been Val? I was kind of thinking about it, but, you know, I'm like, it maybe it could have been, but that's not hmm. that plausible. So I didn't say it. But yeah. you came out with it. You put your name on it. So boom. I like it. I and like I it. Think, and I think it's plausible because she made a point of talking to him before he got in the elevator. Like, so you're going to leave this alone? And he was like, no. Yes. And she's like, shit. Yeah. So she probably then... hired her to be like, look, tell her something that's going to make her want to kill him. And okay, he killed Nat. Your sister, go get him. Boom. So that ties into that, because uh, we we you know who's who's hire who's Val report to? You know, she reports to someone, but we we still don't know that. Eleanor could have just been calling to be like she's got contacts, which. What triggered me on this was I looked something up. I was I was looking up Eleanor Bishop, and I saw something relating to Madame Mask, mm-hmm. and that has to do with Hydra. And, and I think in the comics, Val has that link to Hydra, you know, kind of like Baron Zemo did. Um, and that's what triggered it. I was like, it's got to be Val. So that's what I'm sticking with. I like it. Yeah. So you heard it here first, Hot Take Jake. Yeah. I I like that one. I really do. Yeah. And I think that's probably a little bit more um more plausible than the um than the Laura that's her Rolex watch. I'm still sticking with that story, but uh hey, I think I, that's I even think, more plausible than that. I think that's a good idea. I really do. I'm I'm throwing. For, I'm going. You know what? I'm going for the solid hot take on the Eleanor calling Vale. I'm, I'm, I'm. That's my stake right now. 
We're swinging and, for the fences here. That's that's good. All right, we got and, it. And my uh, my hail mary is Colson with the watch with the Rolex. It's my hail mary. Man, that would be a heck of a hail mary. That's like yeah. that's like the sixty some yard you know Justin Tucker field goal to win the game type yeah. stuff. <laughs> was it 65, 60, it was 67 something yards maybe? Stupid. Yeah, something yeah. <laughs> impossible. Something stupid like that, yeah. 60 something, man. You got a rocket shoe and like just like fires <laughs> through the ball. Yeah. So, I like it. I like it. So yeah, so book book that one because I think yeah I think that was a good one. Like I said, I was I was kind of thinking of it, but I'm like uh, I I won't mention that. But I like that. I like that. I think I think you're gonna hit on that one. <clears throat> I hope so because that's very very that makes sense. Now, what that would have so. happened if um, Hawkeye went in or Clint went into the apartment and not Kate? Would Yelena have left Kate alone and waited for Clint to come back? That's another. That's another. That's a what if situation now. Probably you know? because Kate's not the target. I mean, like I, she's going to go for her target, and she didn't even she didn't yeah. even really do much to Kate. No, she she even uh, uh you know shot whatever thing, and you know it didn't kill her. Like it it, it left her hanging, like you know, like a. Like a Gwen Stacy slash Mary Jane off of the off the, um, the rooftop, like she was just kind of dropping. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It had yeah those end game Romanoff vibes, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wasn't obviously she wasn't the target. So yeah, it was unless, like get her safe, it, get her out of the way. Unless it just would have been yeah, unless it just would have been collateral damage. Yeah, she just would have somehow waited or used her as bait somehow to get Clint. So, yeah, and especially if Eleanor did call her, that's her daughter. It's like you keep exactly. her safe. And you <laughs> Leave keep her. Your yeah, yeah. Right. Which even makes more sense that she shot that thing or whatever that basically put her in a safe place. You yeah. Know? Which so, then also raises the question: two years were two years removed from Endgame. What have Val and her motley crew of? anti-hero slash villains been up to mm. where they're like mercenaries for hire you know mercenaries basically yeah like she's getting missions from people like all right go take care of this you know <sighs> like all right john get out there all right yelena go doing great john you're doing <laughs> <laughs> looking strong john <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, well, that's one of the so, that's one of the best parts of that show. Yeah, <laughs> damn. Ah, uh, so, yeah. Those are those are some heavy topics for this episode already. That's good. And uh, that's good. I dig that. I like that he got the sword back. Yes, snuck that out. Although I, I could have listen- saw it. I yeah, well, I was listening it. too because because he I had like, to like. Because the sword was drawn, he had to the collapse. Last time it. the camera saw it, yeah, so, like he had to like, you know, undraw the sword and then get it. Like that, I would have been, I would have loved to have seen that. Like, yeah, how, how he it. did it. Yeah, because because I watched it back a second time and and uh, Eleanor says, "Can I see you out?" And he says, "Let me get my coat." Yeah, let me get my coat. So apparently first. that's where he, she goes first, know. and he goes second. 
So she probably went ahead of him and he followed behind her. And while Jack wasn't looking and she was out of the room, he probably just, he could have just like grabbed it alongside his leg. And when he got out of earshot of Jack, just like collapse it real quick and put it in his coat. Yeah. Something sneaky. Something sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. yeah. Also, I thought was a, a key theme here in this movie. I mean, this movie, this episode. Did you see in all the not so subtle references to Thanos in this episode? Yeah. The, the mug was that said great. Thanos was right. Thanos was right. Like, that was, and that's the second time we've seen that. You know, we saw it in one of the earlier episodes uh, on the urinal where it was yeah. written, like, Thanos is right. And then the coffee mugs, Thanos mm-hmm. was right. So this like a, uh, it's kind of like a theme that's kind of going on in the MCU in this phase, like Thanos was right. So, yeah, I mean, there's at the very least to where they're making mugs, like there is post blip. There is a bit of a, there's at least a good segment of people who believe in Thanos like believe he was justified like even yeah. though he caused all that devastation yeah. right and then maybe it's the MCU Marvel itself kind of you know justifying Thanos as a villain as well so mm-hmm. maybe that he wasn't as much of a villain as he's made out to be so right and, and then the the, the snap too. the snap uh move that they were doing with the coin yeah, like oh, that's that's Th- like the, that was a that was a reference to Thanos, the snap. Like the like they're 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 really calling the Thanos here in this episode. That was pretty you know? slick though. How he just how she was like bullshit, and he just went and shut the TV yeah. off. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, I wouldn't mind learning how to do that too. Yeah, I know. Me you know, too. There's like a lot of people I would just. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people I would want to knock yeah. unconscious snap. and just. Like, oh, what happened, right? I don't know. Like, yeah, I was just listening to you. And Why is that nickel sudden, on the floor? You... <laughs> Man, think that's of, funny. I think of people that would be useful. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start practicing that. Just, yeah. Just, like, shoot it down the hallway. Like, when, well, like when, I'm, when I'm at work, maybe I'll just shoot it across the lab. When I'm at home, I'll just, you know, when I'm working from home, just shoot it out in the hallway. <laughs> put like a target on the wall see if i can hit yeah. it yeah well i mean you know practice makes perfect i guess you know right Jeez. so that's hilarious but yeah i like i like the larpers coming back yeah that was good that's how they're gonna get they're gonna get new costumes yeah i you know i'd heard a rumor oh. that he was supposed to get his uh costume with like the the uh the mask the yeah. big like so I, I wonder if that's where it comes, like if they're doing a similar thing with like how Loki had the throwback costume, how WandaVision did the throwback costumes for uh, mm-hmm. WandaVision um, yeah. and both her boys. Yeah. And Quicksilver. You and know, Quicksilver, yeah. Did they do that in Falcon and Winter Soldier? They did not. They didn't. No, they didn't do any throwback kind of costumes. I mean, I think their costumes have been okay, though. Like, yeah, for the for the most part. But I, yeah, 
I think we'll get we'll probably get that. He'll be like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> and then he'll have like a mask off and it'll just be like his normal costume, but Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I liked seeing those guys again. I'm like, there's grills again. Yep. How else is he gonna come through? Is this his big come through getting his arrows back? I don't know. Yeah. Did you catch the reference of the uh It's a Wonderful Life? The movie they were watching Christmas movies. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, because so Kate, so Kate ends up going over back over to where Hawkeye is staying, which is yep. funny enough at her aunt's place. Yep, and she brings them all the movies and the pizza and the ugly sweaters and all that stuff. And uh, the reason she went was because Jack had said, um, "Well, at least we're together on Christmas, and there's nothing worse than being alone on Christmas." And she was like, "Shit." Yeah. His family. Basically. So she kind of went went over there. But then, you know, A Wonderful Life, it's like the, the movie is all about like all the like, you know, this this guy goes through. I haven't seen it in a long time. But basically he has this like revelation of my life's actually not. Why am I thinking my life's so bad? I have a great life. This is what it would be like without me or this is what it would be like, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a nice little tie into the show a little bit it's you know yes and how maybe um, you know no maybe uh and maybe too how having a a friendship slash partnership with kate isn't that that bad yeah that's that and the, the com the comedy between those two have just been been fantastic oh, it's been great yeah like oh uh, yeah we're, we're 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 partners no we're not partners yeah like, well you know we're friends slash partners like no, no yeah, i wouldn't say we're friends <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I, so. I think you know you look at these shows and um look at the main themes to them mm-hmm. and i'm starting to feel like the main theme to this one is family uh yeah Yep. Because even if you look at Maya, her dad, it was her dad. That's what's got her going after Ronan. That's family. You know, Kate and her mom, her dad died early. Well, pff, died, quote, unquote. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. And, of course, Clint with his family, not being able to be with his family. Yeah. And it's Christmas. And, you and losing spend... family, as in Natasha. Like a, right. You know, a exactly. really good friend slash family. Exactly. So. And it's it's christmas the holidays and spend time with family so it's it, this is a family show <laughs> this is a, <laughs> a lot of violence but yeah it's a family yeah. show yes um it's also fi- kate finally realizes that he's ronin and he was ronin yes that was interesting um speaking of the humor the boomerang arrow Oh, that was that was great. Why the hell would you want an arrow that comes back to you? What? Yeah, you can dodge it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is exactly why we don't want to have a boomerang. Right. That was yeah. That like yeah, the banter between those two and the dialogue and their their interaction is fantastic. That's that's been making it for me like definitely hilarious. Like even more so than Sam and Bucky. You know, yeah, the, the the humor between these two are just hilarious. It's just fantastic. Yeah. So. Um, when I, I wrote this note down too, 
So when Kate went into the apartment to look for the watch and those alarms went off. Yes. And my, my initial thought, as soon as those alarms went off, I was like strobe alarms. That's for people who can't hear. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't put that together until they yeah. they put it together for me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because then I was like, "Oh my god, they are in her apartment!" Like I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, are they in her apartment?" <laughs> yeah. So that was, I was like, "Holy crap, that's that's genius." Yeah, yeah. That one they had to put together for me. I'm like, yeah. then I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." And then they showed Silly. the picture, and you're like, "Oh god!" I'm like, "Turn around, turn around. She's behind you." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Silly Ryan. Yeah. I, Hey, hey! Some, some you, you catch you catch most things though. You're Hawkeye. Yeah. Come on, you're Hawkeye Rye. Yeah, yeah. But this should be my show, Hawkeye, Hawkeye Rye. I know. Come on, come on. So you got it. But uh, you know, I, I'm I'm really I'm like man. After it was done, knowing <clears> that rumor that that next week is supposed to be like the banger of all bangers. So hopefully I'm not hyping it up too much where we get let down, but you know. You couldn't be hyping it up any worse than people are hyping up Spider-Man No Way Yeah, that's, that's true. That's and I think true. that's a good segue yeah. because we have Spider-Man ranks to do. Yes. Well, so we, we got, yeah, we got uh, eight movies total. That's yes. including Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, the first the first three Tobey Maguire's, both Garf Andrew Garfield's, both uh, Tom Holland's, and the Spider Verse. Yep. You want to do this how we normally do it? Go from bottom back up and alternate. Yep. Let's do that. Let's do it. Uh, go ahead. You want to do it? All number right. Eight? Number eight for me was Amazing Two, Amazing Spider Man Two. Okay. Um, not that I didn't like it, but I mean, just I couldn't rank it ahead. Everything else was ahead of that, and it didn't get a trilogy. So I mean, I guess you can, you know, that's where it goes. Yeah. So so yeah. Number eight for me is Spider-Man Three. Ooh. Because okay. what the hell is Peter Parker <laughs> doing, dancing like an idiot with the Venom symbiote? Look like an idiot. Yeah. What the hell so, is that? <laughs> so along those lines, that's number seven for me. Okay. Spider-Man yeah. Three. That was yeah. Number eight <laughs> for me was, was Spider-Man three. I'm like, there's, there's not one worse. Than, there's not one worse than that for me. Yeah. Yeah. That and, was that was that was kind of weird. Yeah. And, that whole movie and, was kind of weird. And then with the whole like you know the you know the symbiote and and. You know, Sandman, like, like, yeah, it it was, yeah. They tried, they tried to jam so much. I think, I feel like, yeah, exactly. They rushed Venom, which was, which was bad, so bad. And yeah, I mean, that could have just been the whole movie right there. Was the symbiote? Yeah, because that was the promo poster. I I feel like they had the writing on the wall, and they were like. I don't think we're going to get a four out of this. Let's just, let's get it in there. Then we can say we did Venom. So number seven for me was amazing too. Okay. So we flip flopped on that. Yeah, we did that. That just, I mean, 
when Electro became Electro, I was like, ugh. and then the the whole Green Goblin thing. We talked about it last week when I when I was talking about how how I felt after watching it. Yeah, just, you hated you hated that Green Goblin. <laughs> God, just, I mean, I didn't really like the guy who played Harry anyway. So yeah, yeah. Aside, I mean, yeah. aside from the, and, yeah. Gwen, the Gwen part, but still, yeah. And yeah, we talked about, you know, you talked about, you know, how Norman Osborn, like his introduction to that universe or that Spider-Man series was just being this sickly, like gross looking person. Yeah, like five <laughs> minutes of screen time. I'm like, Norman yeah, Osborn. Then he's, then he, then he's dead. <laughs> so yeah. they didn't even show him once in the first movie. They didn't. I don't yeah. think they cast him. They were just like, we're just going to mention his name a bunch of times. Yeah. Oscorp, Norman Osborn, Oscorp. There he is. So, ugh, yeah. Number six for me was Amazing One. Okay. Where, and I talked about this last week too because I had just watched both of them, but I enjoyed the fights with the lizard. Gwen Stacy enjoyed Gwen Stacy. Um, and the, and the interaction with Peter, I really liked Andrew Garfield's uh. Spider-Man, but not so much as Peter Parker. And come on, Flash Thompson. Oh, give us give us a good Flash for once. Jeez. All right, number six for me was Homecoming. So, so this is just this is just a matter of I like the other movies more, right? So it's just it wasn't bad. Like I said, it wasn't bad. It's just like I I like the other movies more so so yeah it you know and i thought that um i just kind of want a little bit more of michael keaton's vulture you know so i I Mm thought they kind of left me hanging a little bit in that one so so maybe maybe look maybe that will be you know dealt with don't uh don't look at any lego toys then Okay. <laughs> Lego and those they're putting out okay. their toys early. It's like, come on, people, okay. you're gonna spoil movies. We're gonna spoil okay. things. All right. All right. But yeah, homecoming was number six for me. So five for you was then. Five for me was amazing one. Um I I I loved um I loved Andrew Garfield's um Spider Man. Um, I know his Peter Parker. He wasn't the best Peter Parker in the traditional sense, but I, I liked I liked his character. Like I like I liked Gwen Stacy. The use of Gwen Stacy versus Mary Jane, which yeah. is the traditional route. Because uh, I I saw this movie when it first came out. So <clears throat> so when I so when I saw it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool that they use Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and like I, I really digged uh, Andrew Garfield's iteration of Spider-Man slash Peter Parker. Like I said, even though it wasn't the traditional Peter Parker, like I, I, I dig the the um, his take on it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Lizard was awesome. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed Lizard. Yes. So number, so five, number five for you was Homecoming. Okay. Now. Right. I was, 
We're still kind of like similar in our list. Yeah, we our five flip-flops. and six are flipped, and our seven and our eight are flipped. Yeah, I mean, I like I I enjoyed Homecoming. Um, and I'm I'm gonna go with number four next. Also, my number four is uh, Far From Home. I flip, same. Okay, so that's same for you. Yeah, I flip flop back and forth with this because <clears throat> I I feel like I liked Homecoming more as a movie. I felt like Far From Home kind of was ugh, awkward and maybe a little forced with the trip across Europe. Like that bothered me. However, I really liked um, some of the stuff with Mysterio. Yes. In particular, the the like nightmare sequence with Spider-Man and then when he used his spider um, sense to fight him. Yes. And then when he like did that, like when, when he tried to pull the gun on him and he like dodged it and got back, you know what I mean? Like, yep. They showed more flashes of Spider-Man's powers other than his, his strength. Cause One they always show I... his physical strength, but they don't really show him like with his quickness a lot. Um, yeah. At least that way. One thing so for that me, I... go ahead. Sorry. One that I dug about, um, far for home was i liked how they took pieces of iron man story from the mcu past and brought that into mysterio's backstory you know yes uh, i and, and i i like that and the bridge between Endgame and where we're going in the next phases so that that was a big thing for me in far from home and why that ranked a little bit higher than a lot and- of them that you say it i agree with you because um yeah that I, I i like when they do that when they tie things back to previous heroes mistakes yep like spider-man's paying for this right now because tony made this mistake of stealing this guy's idea and treating him like crap yep which was his mo you know, <laughs> yeah, a long basically time. Even in death, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. He called yeah. call it, call it, was it Barf? Was that what the name uh, of it was? I have to go back and watch it. I haven't watched I, Barf. I, I think mean. that's what he called it. Like, he even made a no. joke out of it. It's like, yeah. man. So, yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I mean, I liked... And I liked that it was more of a Spider-Man movie and not so mm-hmm. much a spider-man hey tony look i'm doing okay over here can you help me movie you know yes yep <clears throat> so all right our, so that was your number three. four yeah yep. top I three like, here we go. i hope our top three aren't the same mm-hmm. our, we, we think very similarly we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right my number three was spider-man one. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Spider-Man 1 was my number 3 because I had to rank it. This is one of the matter I had to rank it with the other two that are left. Yeah. But there's there's nothing really bad that I have to say about it, you know. Mhm. You know, it, it it provided the backstory with Uncle Ben. You know, you got a macho man, Randy Savage, in it. So, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so there, there's nothing. He's learning his power. He's getting strong. And, and yeah, 
William Defoe was amazing as a villain. Yeah. Um, his that that lab is fantastic. So there's nothing bad I could say about it. It's just that I have some stronger things with the other two. Yeah. Number number three for me was Spider Man Two. Okay. Um, I I like I like Doc Ock. Uh, Alpha Alpha Molina was pretty solid. Um, again, like you like we said with you said with number one, I can't really say too much bad about this. Um, I think one of my favorite parts is when he pulls his mask off, and that's how he gets. Um, Doc Ock to be like, wait, what am I doing? What have I been doing all along? And MJ sees, and she's like, "You're Spider Man." Like that was the, that for me was like, mm-hmm. boom, mm-hmm. there it is. There's the there's the the scene of the movie. Like yes. that was the big one for me. Um. So yeah, that that's number three for me. Um, just because I I couldn't put it above the other two, which my all number right. two. The Spider Verse. Same. This was tough for me. All right, we gotta make a, we gotta get like a third party in here whenever we do this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though? What I what I like about it, our lists are always so similar. <laughs> we we make them we make them separate though, and then we talk about them like I, like I thought about it. I made my list. I have my own viewpoints on this, and you do it, and then it's like, wow, we actually were pretty similar. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the only times we really had a different list was when we did the MCU movies. Yeah, yeah, up to the marathon. That's a big list. That's because there's that's a big list, and there's like you know. But I think <laughs> even then we had like four things that were similar, and that's 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 well, big, mean, you know, because you know Thor too. I mean, <laughs> dark world, <laughs> dark world. <laughs> um yes i mean spider-verse so good in so many ways like so quirky i just watched fun. that one what like two or three weeks ago yeah because they were all on hulu and i like i've heard nothing but good things about that movie god like, the thing you it won, said it, it when like did everybody it win, uh... said it not win an Oscar for best animated movie? Maybe. I mean, I I've think had, it did. nobody, nobody. I, I couldn't see a bad thing about it. Yeah, you know, just from talking with people, like every, like literally everybody who seen it was like, "Oh, dude, it's so good. You got to see it." And I just yeah. never, I just never like set aside the time to do it. And then on one night, I was like, "All right," they were all on Hulu, so I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna dive in and yes it's it's fantastic yeah and i had to put it that high because you know spider-man has you know his character i mean we're going into the multiverse with mcu and in the comics like spider-man himself like that character is its own multiverse like they it's the spider-verse so you yeah. just have tons of different spider-man variants you know, your Gwen Stacy's, your Spider-Man, uh, your Spider-Man Noir, uh, yeah. Nicholas Cage, Peter Porker, Peter Porker, <laughs> Spider-Ham, 
<laughs> that part when when noir porter and uh ah the robot when those came in because i loved yeah. how every time they introduced a new spider-man they did like a hi i'm so-and-so and here's how i became uh spider-man yeah, here's their story yep and they all it was very similar in style it was just quick it was a quip like boom here's how i became spider-man awesome yep. you didn't overdo it great but when those three came in they like overlapped all three of their stories and it was like this is fantastic <laughs> it was yeah. just it was so good yeah you know, um, but but yeah the plot was good um I you know liked... th- that was another thing you say the plot because going into the movie i didn't know a whole lot about what it was going to be about other than there was like this uh spider verse and they had all these different spider-man characters yeah, that's Spider-Man. all i knew too yeah, but like you're like you're not even five minutes into the movie and you see Kingpin opening this portal and you're like, holy shit, that's what this movie's about. This is fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And the voice actors that they used. I sent you that meme. You got Haley Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. She's yeah. Kate Bishop now. You got uh um Catherine Hahn. She was Doc Ock. She's Agatha. Uh, Brian, oh my God, I can't think of his name right now. He was uh, Fastos in Eternals. Brian Tyree. Yes. Yeah. He played um, Miles' dad. Uh, you got Oscar Isaac. He played Spider-Man 2099. Yes. And Mahershala Ali played Prowler. Like, yeah. and he's Blade. Like, and and Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight. Like, it's just. Speaking of Spider-Man 2099, did you see the uh, the trailer for the new yes, one? Yes, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so the new, so the Into the Spider-Verse sequel trailer came out uh, a few days ago. Was it yeah. over the weekend? And, I think uh, so. Yeah. And um, it seems like uh, there's a little bit of. Uh, a little bit of action going on between Miles and Spider-Man 2099 in this trailer. Teaser. It's a teaser tra- trailer. So Yeah. Um and like I'm you excited. pointed out, I like how they had they were older. You could tell that they yes. were longer and leaner. Yeah. Old older um their eight they, some time had passed. They'd some time older. has passed. But with yeah. teenagers, you never know. That time could have been like two weeks. <laughs> it could have been two days. <laughs> you woke up the next morning and was like, I'm so, eight inches taller and but yeah but it seems like a little bit of time has passed between spider-verse and the sequel that's coming out and when is it coming out did you remember uh was it may nothing 2022 that, or was it october nothing that a quick uh nothing that a quick search of the internet <laughs> search of the internet well october 2022 yeah yep yeah and it's so. a two-part yeah, that's part one. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. So, so hopefully they're speaking doing of Spider-Man uh, twenty ninety nine. Uh, I thought that was at the end of Spider Verse. Yeah, that scene where they uh, they went back to the uh, the original animated series from like the sixties or whatever the hell that they did that series, and they recreated the scene with the famous meme of the multiple Spider Mans from that animated show. Yeah. So this so I know, you know, 
next week the Spider-Man movie has like a lot of expectations, right? Oh, next week. Wow. <sighs> yeah, next week. Yeah. Um you know what? <sighs> we could have all the expectations of the world, but if Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to show up in this Spider-Man, this movie has one job to do. It has to have that meme somehow, yes. some way in this yes. movie. This movie has one job. If you're going to bring all the Spider-Man, you got one job, and that's to recreate that meme you in the scene. Better do it. You better. <laughs> they don't. The theater will go I, you know what? Nuts. They bring, like you said, they bring all them in there, and they don't do it. I'm pissed. Yeah, wasted you got opportunity. One job, Feige. Okay. You got one all job. these writers in the room, and you can't come up with that. Yeah. You got one job to do. Yeah. So you have to recreate that meme in that in the scene. So So I sent you that meme and it's the the Dune meme. So it's got uh Duke Leto and uh his son Paul and he says and and over his uh, Paul's face it's from the it's from the movie and he says what if I don't live up to your expectations and he says then you'll still be the only thing I needed you to be my son. Do you remember that from the from at least from the trailer. So instead yes. here it says, what if I don't live up to the hype? And his face is the Spider-Man poster, the, the movie poster. And it says, then you'll still be the only thing I need to do to be a Spider-Man movie. And that's the mentality we need to take into that movie. Yeah. Right? Right. It's a Spider-Man movie. Let's enjoy it. Anything we get is bonus. Anything we don't get, well, it was from our mind anyway. Basically. But if they're all three there and they don't do, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my popcorn. He, I'm just gonna yeah, they're yeah. gonna introduce gonna the three of them and they don't do that. I'm just gonna throw my popcorn up in the air and be like, "This is bullshit!" <laughs> and I'm gonna walk out. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out and be like, "Enjoy the rest of your movie." <laughs> I'm gonna write a very, I'm gonna start a very angry letter campaign to Kevin Feige. <laughs> so. <laughs> So then, yeah, <laughs> so then, so that means our number ones. My number are, one is Spider Man Two, and your number one is Spider Man one. one. Yeah, yeah, that's and the OG honestly, for me. What I have to say, you know, I love Doc Ock. Doc Ock was my favorite villain. Oh, okay, the three. okay. Um, so that that's what did it for me, and the reveal to Mary Jane. Yeah, you know, that you know, so that was uh, that whole like, that whole like story with like you know she's not. You know, she's always saved a seat for him. And, you know, she goes like, oh, I had everybody show up but you and that whole arc. You know, yeah. I kind of like that, too. So, yeah, Spider-Man 1 for <clears> me <throat> was the OG. Um, I remember when that came out, I was very excited. Spider-Man was my go-to growing up. I I think that's it's kind of a cliche thing to say, but that's what I read. That's, that's, that's what, what I had available that's what I read in terms of comics. It's it's what I grew up with, you know. Yeah. Cliche or not, it's what it is. Spider Man was my go to. So when that movie came out, I was stoked. And to to bring up the macho man who's like, Hey freak show, you going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Boom saw <laughs> These voices you have are fantastic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Uh, it's a little hobby. Wow, that is great. <laughs> That's one of my favorite parts, though. He's like, "You go nowhere, you go nowhere." 
yeah it's for me that's the, that's the og um spider verse is so so close to taking number one on that for me but you gotta i gotta give it to spider-man number one okay started it all yeah oh oh hey here we go oh all yeah right. that's our list there i think uh I think we kind of covered everything Hawkeye number four related. Really excited for this next show, this next mm-hmm. episode. Like yeah. I, I, uh, I told Val, I said, I watched this and I was like, I need the next episode right now. Like now. I, I want to please yeah. give me the episode now. And that's when you know it's got a good ending and a good episode. Because you're like, when you yeah, want to watch it, I'm next like, one. man, you just kind of like, man, you're like, shit, it's over. Yeah. Like, if, if you've like watched you... Ozark? No. Man, we we watched Ozark. Uh, I won't. I mean, I'm not going to ruin anything. I actually haven't seen the last two seasons of it because it it got to a point where it was like, like Val couldn't watch it. It was just too much for her. Oh, wow. I I mean, I wanted to watch it, but I just haven't had a chance to. I mean, I come on. I'm I'm, I'm prioritizing here for our show, right? Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that that show we watched the first episode. And it ended, and we looked at each other, and we were like, "Play." We didn't care what time it was. We're like, "We're we're, we're watching this next episode. We have to." And I oh, think yeah. we did that for like the first three episodes. It was just that that gripping, that good. See, that... that's why I'm really careful with like starting shows because that's how I am. Like, once I start, I'm like, "Okay, we're we just got to be <clears> locked in. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what time it is." Yep. Yeah, like that's what I did with the Spider Man. Like I watched the original trilogy in one night i yeah. got started and i'm like you know what i can't stop you know i've seen them before i'm like i, I can't stop yeah see so. and and i'm the same way when it comes to shows like that so like when before we had donovan um so i get i get more vacation time than Vale does just to, it just because of how it works out with where i work and where she works it's just this is the way it is yeah and I t- we take as much time together as we can to do like vacations and stuff well i end up with just a bunch of days that i don't use until mm-hmm. the end of the year so for like probably the first 12 years that i worked at sherwin williams i uh i would just take the last two weeks of the year off yeah so it would bookend with christmas and new year's and I would, I would probably end up with like 16 days straight, 16 or 17 days straight of just no work. Nice. It was magnificent. Yeah. But those, those days when I was not at work, when I was home, Val was at work and I was home. I'm like, what shows am I catching up on? Because oh, yeah. I like, I like, a, I like horror, some horror stuff. Um, there's shows that I want to watch that she doesn't necessarily want to watch, which is fine. But my thing was I would binge and I would binge like, I would catch up on American Horror Story. I would yeah. just rock a whole season or two. Um, See, yeah, my thing, my thing is like true crime and like true yeah. crime docs, documentaries. Like that's that's my thing. Like I can't, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. So, and I would lock and like load on movies too. too. I, I would just yeah. I would just start firing movies out. Like, okay, what's next? What's next? And I. I'd sit in the house. I'd, I wouldn't go anywhere. I'd be like a freaking hermit. And she'd come home from work and the lights are off. The door is shut. The windows. Like, she comes inside. She's like, like a cave in here. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm sorry. I've been uh, watching you know, TV. I'm catching yeah. up on shows. 
Yeah. You know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You can turn the lights on. Fine. Open the door. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I have to be careful with shows too, like you said, because now I don't have the ability to just straight up binge a show. I've got to yeah. watch it in pieces. I've got to be selective with with time that I have available for that. And uh, I had some time to watch Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. It's like, I'm going to get it done. Going into No Way Home. I feel like it's smart for me to <clears throat> have that information at my fingertips, you know, having seen it. So, yeah, there you go. So we'll see. But we got one week. Yes. One week. Yeah, next Thursday. Yep. And like you said, if I get a FaceTime call from you, it means we have mutants. So that it does. I don't even have it's to answer the phone. Good. It's gonna be a FaceTime in the middle of the theater. I'm gonna be so you're going earlier than I am. Yes. And I'm, I'm gonna be six forty. Okay. So let me see seven forty. <clears throat> So about the time that you may get a reveal of such, I'll be probably in the middle of either giving a bath to my little guy, putting him to bed, and I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to go, FaceTime call. <laughs> awesome, we got mutants. That's <laughs> 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 what it's going to be. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, are you done in the tub? Are you done in the tub? Oh, we got mutants! Yeah. Great, <laughs> let's go dry you off. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that I was a text conversation for the fans, for the listeners. <laughs> that was a text conversation we had. <laughs> yeah, I need some mutants. So yes. So yeah, you know it's big. Like so, whenever, whenever. The mutants coming in is MCU. You're getting FaceTimed. Yeah. You're getting. <laughs> I'll know. So, yeah. Yeah. We, we so almost we'll... got it with Falcon Winter Soldier. They teased us with the bar. Yeah. That was the closest that we got. Yeah. I need more. So. Really, really was. I, I need more. We'll get it eventually. Let's so just there's hope this, it's... There's this rumor here that. Uh oh. In um, Multiverse of Madness, um, Xavier shows up. Oh. It's a rumor. Okay. Interesting. So, and, you know, if there's if they're starting to pull, you know, people from other Marvel projects in the past, I would say James McAvoy's um, <clears throat> Xavier versus yeah. Patrick Stewart's. And yeah, we've talked about that because he's yeah. he's just he's younger and he can he can take a longer stretch he can take as a longer the run, yeah. Yeah, Patrick Stewart not so much. Yeah. Um just just an age thing. And then he can be like, you know, it doesn't have to be I mean, since we're doing this whole multiverse thing and variants like he can be a variant. Right. Of you know, he could be a variant of Patrick Stewart's, you know, Xavier. Who knows? Like, you know, so we'll, we'll we'll see. But that's that's the rumor on the street here. But that's not coming till next year. So right. 
And, well, uh, early next year, though. <clears throat> well, I think they moved it back because... You know, oh, didn't they Marvel move it to May? To be, yeah, they moved in May. They want to be stupid. So I mean, it's December. Yeah. We're almost the next year. I guess it'll be here sooner than later, I guess. But we'll here, but be yeah. here before you know it. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what Hawkeye does. Maybe Hawkeye will give us something, huh? Hey. You know, uh, you know Twitter Fingers has been really talkative you know, lately. I sent you that tweet earlier yeah. today. You know, Vincent yeah. D'Onofrio has been doing a whole lot of tweeting. Yeah. You know, about this Hawkeye show and Daredevil. I, so. I, you know, I would even just. <clears throat> I want more time. I want to see Kingpin. But I would even like if they just ended this next episode with his voice. And we saw him in the final. Or it was like a post credit leading to the final. You know, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But next week is supposed to be a break the internet episode. Yeah, and maybe with Spider Man coming out I next week too. Just gonna say that maybe there's some type of uh, <clears throat> connection between next week's episode and the movie. So, yeah, that'd be timed up nice. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, I think that about does it for our show today. Yep. Um hope you enjoyed it. Little little Hawkeye conversation, little Spider Man trip across the spider-verse <laughs> next week we're gonna have a lot of stuff we gotta talk about hawkeye and we gotta talk about spider-man next week. yeah so yeah so we'll get that out there to you yes we will let's let's, let's hope we get uh well we'll talk about it we'll, we'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> no promises yet you know yeah. about when but you'll get it <laughs> yeah we may, we may need a couple days to to uh, digest. Digest, <laughs> run it back. Yeah, you know. So those you can. I I don't know if I'll be. I, don't, I probably won't be running back as much as I want to. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, for Hawkeye Rye, this is Hot Take Jake, and as always, as always. Hold on to your butts. Boom.